0: All right, so I am hopping in because I think Kyle's resetting his phone. So we are gonna get back in here. And yeah, looks like things went down. Hey, Kyle. All right. Okay. Uh, there we go. So we got Scott, and we got TJ, and we got SC Kyle. And I have a feeling that St. Louis whoa, whoa. Kyle might be resetting his phone. So I'm just gonna—I'll be sawdust. Talking uh, I'm sawdust.
1: Thank you,
2: offended, uh, Kyle. You that's offended below Kyle. the belt,
1: TJ. It's North Carolina, not South. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. that's all right. Same difference. I'm one of the Carolinas, right? <laughs> Okay,
0: get this, get this. Kyle should be popping in here in a second, I think.
1: And I had a great segue question for Scott, and I don't remember what it was now.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to do a um, GoFundMe for Kyle a new phone.
1: I'm telling you, man, or like an air <laughs> condition shop, dude, something.
2: I'm sitting here sweating in mine because I don't want to. I don't want to turn on the fan. Dude, I'm about to. I mean, I'm not
1: hot, dude, but the flies are just, dude, they're killing me right now.
0: Okay, well, I have asked Kyle, and it says only three guests can be in your live room, and I, I only see two. Is he in here, and I can't see his video feed? I'm not seeing him. Uh, I don't see him. All right, well, I'm trying here, boys and girls.
1: Maybe we you should just kick us all out and let Kyle start it up again.
0: I guess so. His poor phone was just giving it heck. It's okay, Scott. We'll give you a bonus 20 minutes for being a good oh, sport.
2: God. Hey, if Kyle can last that long with those flies. Dude, I'll <laughs> turn my fan on. I'll be right back. Hold on. I'm
1: just trying to turn my fan
0: on. Okay, I have accepted Kyle's request, and I have requested Kyle as well.
1: Okay. Yes, i to got phone on. Tell me this is too loud, guys, because I gotta
0: turn it on. Uh, yeah, we'll be all right, man. I think we can hear you. And besides, I'm practically screaming into my phone at some sometimes, so you know, <laughs> I trying not to blast you guys. That that. Kyle's over here trying so hard, so we're gonna. We're going to hit some buttons a little bit more and yeah, it's, it's got a request in there and, and I've confirmed it. We'll figure it out. Anyway, let's throw another question up on here. Ooh, awesome question from Ed again. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your uh, initial startup costs, man. What did you, uh, what did you throw at it when, when you first got started? It's zero, zero dollars. Zero. <laughs> so you took your gear and you made it work.
2: We made it work, and then we would save up enough money, to buy a tool, and save up some more money, and buy a tool, and you know, that that's one of the things that I, I I'm my mind just is blown that you know we started this company and didn't put a dime into it, um, and everything has just you know been paid for through the company.
0: That's so awesome, man. And again, twenty dollars on Facebook. That's yeah. <laughs> still baffling to me. Um so here here's another one. Kyle looks like he's having some more phone problems. Um Ed's just dropping dropping knowledge bombs over here left and right. What do you think you want your business to be known for? I'm sure that that the built-ins are are treating you pretty dang well, but uh is there one thing in particular that you'd like to sort of maybe specialize in or
2: I want to be known for our service being top notch. Um, that's, I mean, I don't care what I build. I mean, that doesn't really affect me. It's the being on time, uh, cleaning up after myself and that kind of stuff, um, has been one thing that I, you know, pride myself into, uh, letting our business be known for that, that, you know, they can trust us. They can, you know, know that we're going to do everything that we can to make everything um, beautiful for them. And then if something happens, you know, I've had people call me a couple of months down the road and they're like, Hey, I had an accident and this happened or that. And I'm like, you know, I put them right on the list of going out and taking care of it. So, you know, that's
0: awesome, man. I, I think that, you know, there's, there's always going to be somebody who's going to try and price you out. Right. Mm-hmm. But selling on price is just tricky. Oh, but yeah. service is something that you can promise and stand behind mm-hmm. and take responsibility to deliver.
2: Oh yeah. At
0: every, every opportunity. And I mean, that just, I think that just goes to show that you've got your head screwed on straight and you're running your business the right way, man. I think that's so cool.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I- I'm one that, you know, I came from a company that, like, they always talked about customer service, customer service. And, you know, that was one of the things that, you know, I I was like, if I'm going to have my own business, that's going to be my top priority is the customer. Um, Whatever I can do um, to make them have an experience, too. I mean, if we're bringing in something to refurb, for them, like furniture or something, they're getting updates all through the the process. So they're actually kind of almost sitting in our shop, watching it happen.
0: That's really cool. And if you guys see these silhouettes of my arm going up here and poking poking my screen, I keep trying to come up with different ways to invite Kyle's various accounts into into the chat. So uh, we'll, we'll get them in here. Uh, Kyle. Yes. That's that's here. Kyle in the green shirt, Kyle. Um, why, don't, why don't you uh, either throw your own out there or this is a good one from J-May.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I got a good segue for this one. J-May's Woodworks says, when a customer calls, what's the least favorite thing to do and the most enjoyable thing to do? Uh,
2: least favorite is anything outdoors, um, like exterior stuff. I'm just... Just being by myself, I just don't want to try to to go that route. Um, now, if I get people hired on, then, you know, I could look at that. But the most enjoyable thing is just somebody that's open for anything and everything. Like, they come to us and say, I want a closet done, but I don't know what I want. That's my most enjoyable, because then my creative mind goes, and I'm like, ooh, we can do this, we can do that. And then sometimes I get myself in trouble for doing that because then I have to deliver it. <laughs> now, a segue to that. So with your builds, do you have a
1: preference on material? And also, do you have a preference whether you would rather stain, naturally finish, or paint projects?
2: So it just depends on the the room, I guess. Uh, you know, we go in, and, and I start looking at how they – have their decor in the house um what's their paint colors i'm already in my head going okay this would be nicely stained or this would be nice you know if we painted it or you know i'm already in my head um as soon as i see the space kind of seeing what is best i mean uh we had one uh the one of the last uh entertainment centers we built it was 11 and a half foot long um top and they wanted it painted. And the um, the customer's a good friend of mine. And I just called him up. And I said, I cannot paint this top. I said, we're staining this top. <laughs> and he's like, okay, okay, let's, let's do it. And then after we installed it, he says, I'm glad you talked me into that. Like, because it just made that whole thing just pop. All
0: right, let's throw another question up here while I desperately try to get Kyle or, or one of the Jeffs in here. Um, do, 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 do. do you want to talk about how you put together an estimate? We got a little bit of time. Okay.
2: Um. Yeah. So like when we do an estimate, um, I'll kind of go through. Now I'm, I'm to a point where I kind of know what materials would be needed. And then I just kind of throw out a material list and then, um, then I start in my head going, okay, I got an hour. I'm going to be an hour doing this, an hour doing that, and then I just kind of come up with my estimate at that time. Um, when I first started, I was actually by the hour. So if I work so many hours, that's you know what I would um, charge a person. But then I was like, I I can't do that um, because you know I could be taking my time and charging somebody way overpriced um, or not taking enough time to get paid the way I needed to. So I finally just started kind of estimating in my head um, how many hours it would take me and then kind of go from there. So one of the things I
1: traditionally do is I use, depending on the complexity of the job, I'll take my material costs and Mm -hmm. times it by like one and a half, two and a half you know, however I, I see fit, depending on the complexity of the project. Have you utilized a, uh, a method like that in the past, or do you not like that?
2: I sometimes will. If if I'm kind of in in the, like, air of kind of, like, do I, you know, need some kind of structure, then I'll look at that, and then I'm like, okay, is that, you know – and I, I know I underprice myself a lot um, because, you know, for me, I don't, you know, I just – I don't know why I would – uh, want to go and just charge somebody this, you know, high price for, you know, I'm still, I'm still learning stuff too. I mean, I've only been doing this a f- few years, you know, YouTube has been my friend. Uh, there are a lot of things, uh, the Instagram community, uh, woodworking community. I mean, I'll, I'll reach out to people all the time. Like, how did you do that? Or, you know, and, and start watching, their uh lives and stuff like that. So I mean it's it's one of those things where I'm kinda growing a little bit of of a structure of how I charge, but really it's just job to job. I just sit down and try to figure out the best and give the person the best uh price too that way. You know, they're they're getting something good for their um their money because, you know, nowadays everything just costs so much.
0: I feel you, man. No, I. uh, Thankfully, my business works a little bit more on the manufacturing side, so I kind of get to price in the wood that I'm using when I'm turning, or Mm -hmm. the steel if I'm welding, or um, you know. And then there's a little bit of time to it, but there's a lot of price aversion for a lot of people paying two hundred bucks for what I consider to be a piece of art, and they consider something to put salad into. So, like, I I totally, totally get you um all right so here's one for you uh kyle's jumping in on the uh questioning we've got a milwaukee dewalt or makita use forever trash or use one of their tools so that's like uh kill mary (laughs) etc but with milwaukee dewalt and makita
2: so i'm a dewalt guy um i started with dewalt uh, when i started buying new uh tools. I had Ryobi before and then I um went into DeWalt. Um I've never had Milwaukee or Makita. I just never really went shopping there. Uh and I'm pretty much a Lowe's guy, so get those two at Lowe's.
1: Well you're answering the question all wrong Scott. If you had so, DJ's wallet what would you be using right? Now answer the question.
2: I'm forever uh, DeWalt, I'd probably um, use one of them, uh, Milwaukee, and then trash the other. There you go.
0: <laughs> That's cool. Oh, here's one for you. Uh, Ed's asking, who are your woodworking heroes? Boy, Ed, you're just flooding the questions tonight.
2: oh. <laughs> uh. Know, like, I mean, everybody I, I watch and, and see, I, I pull something from them. Um, and it, it could be somebody that's only got like three subs, uh, three followers, you know. I always try to take something from um, people that I'm watching. Um, and you know, bourbon moth, I'd probably go- love to go hang out with, that would probably be one that seems like it would be. A fun afternoon in the shop, um, but other than that out you know the woodworking community on Instagram has you know been great, I mean, and especially like sawdust talk getting to see every week somebody new um and getting to know them and start looking at their stuff, and then you know then you start just having those conversations outside of the show and then. You know, like me and Kyle, we, you know, we've had two hour long lives in our garages just talking about anything and everything. And then I look and I'm like, Oh, I didn't get no work done.
1: <laughs> yeah. Me and Scott can have conversations throughout the day and try to be productive at all.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, I, I've
0: gone live with Kyle a handful of times and I, I go into the shop with the best intentions of, of accomplishing something, <laughs> but we get to yapping and yeah. Nothing gets done. It's so yeah, bad.
1: Partially my fault because I'm a social butterfly, man. I will stop talking.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I man, know. I couldn't agree with you more. I think that the connections that I've made, compliments of Kyle and Sawdust Talk and, and getting to know all of these makers. And, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't, I don't have a huge Instagram footprint, all things considered. But, like, man, Sawdust Talk is just really – opened doors to talk to people who are into things that mm-hmm. i mean i couldn't even imagine myself being passionate about and we had a uh, wooly petals on about oh, yeah. three or four weeks ago i don't know if you guys caught that one but i mean i learned more about felt floral arranging than than i probably could have ever imagined but now like i see it. it's like blue car syndrome right you buy a blue car because you think there aren't a whole lot of blue cars on the road, and the second you got it, you're seeing them everywhere. Man, I'm seeing felt flowers all over the place, dude. It's so cool. Um, and and I know that you've been following us along on Sawdust Talk and commenting and doing all kinds of stuff for months now, man. And so I'm stoked. I am so stoked to have you on tonight. And this isn't me, like, concluding the show or anything like that. I'm just, again, the community's incredible, and we're really glad that you're here tonight.
1: that that's a great segue tj so for me like i have never turned wood i've never used a lathe and talking with you and watching you turn and hearing your passion for it and hearing you describe it is amazing and scott like seeing you do all the built-ins i've done a few myself but nothing near in the capacity that you've done so with that said you see people do cutting boards you see say tj do the lathe work you've seen me build some higher end furniture what other woodworker inspires you, and what would your next venture like to – what would you like that next venture to be outside of, say, your
2: built-ins? Um, so, uh, Sweet Pine with the scroll saw and signs and stuff. So, she did our sign. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that kind of got me kind of like, man, I need to do some signs. Like, I've got the scroll saw over here. I just need to start setting it up and actually doing it.
0: Yeah, that hot little Delta number is uh, is pretty cool, man.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm loving it. And the stand that it's on, um, the guy that I bought it from had already had it. It's got the foot pedal, everything, and I'm just, like, enjoying myself.
0: <laughs> and is it currently set up with a flat table, or do you use it on an incline?
2: So it's set up as an incline, and I kind of like the incline because um, just everything kind of – you know sawdust and everything falls away from the project is a lot more for me so i kind of love that setup
0: all right so ed's dropping more questions down here um he wants to know what project have you built that means the most to you and why
2: i'm going to say the bar for my neighbor um and that doing that really started our relationship um you know we went over there a couple uh, weeks ago and just hung out um and getting to know their family um and you know we lived a couple years here before we really got to know them and it's really you know gotten us out of our box with our neighbors around um you know because we used to just live in our house didn't really you know talk to anybody but you know, doing that bar for them, you know, being in their house at night while they're eating supper or working, you know, and, you know, they'll, he'll go, uh, the the husband will tell his kids, I love you, bye, and I'm there, and I'm like, love you too, like, yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, you know, just that, that relationship building um, from that, doing that bar was, I think, one of my favorite.
0: Absolutely, I think that's cool and i think i think all of us as as makers sort of subconsciously realize that if we're giving gifts or or making projects for people that have sort of heirloom qualities to it or you know it's going to have that staying power um it's it it goes beyond something that you know was in a blister package right or 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 you know uh sort of a, a fun example, my mom is really into quilting, right? And her big thing is she likes to make quilts for all of my mm-hmm. friends that are newlywed, right? And her thing is that one, a, a quilt has utility, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But it also sorta can keep your family warm too, right? And and so that's that's special and you know for newlyweds that you know haven't really gotten to start in a family you know you can also kind of be there for them in that regard too right and and so like that's it's a really special gift that you know when somebody gets a quilt right and they're 24 years old it's like okay that's cool or like maybe it's got a cool pattern on it or whatever but Mm -hmm. you know i think all of us making our things and and doing installations into somebody's home. I mean, every time somebody opens one of those closets and knows exactly where their dress shirt is, right? Yeah. That's you, man. And that's cool. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, we actually did a uh, a pair of rocking chairs that were over 100 years old refurbishing uh, them. Yeah. And, you know, talking to the lady when we went to go pick them up and then taking them back to her and just the joy that came into her face when she redone I mean that to me is payment right there like you know I'm, I'm doing a job where if I could take care of my family without getting paid I would still do it and you know not many people get that opportunity in life to do something that they would do even if they didn't get paid for
0: So we sort of talked about this a little bit earlier, but um, are you doing any other activities to help get your name out there, to to build your brand, to get to get noticed, or, or are you just swamped?
2: So right now, I mean, we I needed post in our neighborhood because I mean we got I think almost eight hundred homes now in this neighborhood, and we have a Facebook page and all, and it's like. I could post there, but I just don't want to post. And then somebody say, Hey, I want this done. I'm like, well, I'm six, eight, 12 months out. You know, I don't want to do that to somebody. So I'm, I'm like, if I've still got business coming in and everything, then I'm, I'm just gonna to, to ride on that. And then if business gets where I'm like, okay, I need food on the table, then yeah, I'll start. Um, throwing a little advertisement out there but i mean my family and friends and all have just been great i mean they're always throwing my name out there and somebody's like hey i need something built and my name's out there and you know that's the best way anyways is word of mouth um best advertisement ever excellent all right
0: kyle what you got going on
1: you know I, i like what he's saying but you know i would I would just uh, encourage you to do this, like even if it is eight, nine, ten months out. Put them on a list, man. Just line that work up for yourself. Because even if you con if you contact them a month out, be like, "Hey, you're you're next on the list." If they're still interested, man, you're just solidifying that business for yourself.
2: Oh yeah, and and two, I think right now I'm trying to get our so our podcast that we started too. Uh, I uh, I'm trying to get that going and starting to talk to vendors about sponsoring it um so that's been something that you know we're slowly trying to, to organically build i mean we've actually had a uh, listener from russia you know it's like it's crazy i'm like putin's listening to me you know <laughs> it's quite the high profile client and I'm
0: um you. we can i'd love to talk a little bit about your podcast. If if you don't mind, we got about five minutes left, but uh, plus your bonus time, right? Plus bonus time. Uh, so uh, I think I saw you're on episode six or seven now of the podcast. Is that right?
2: So this will be week nine. Nine. Or, sorry. Nine. Uh, the last week was nine. This one will be 10. Tomorrow night when I record it will be episode 10. Um, I hadn't put the last couple on instagram just because i didn't have the time to upload them and all that so i need to do a, a day where i just upload everything um to get everybody on on there but i'm trying to also get people to go and get the podcast on you know apple podcast and stuff like that um because that's where the numbers help with um sponsors and everything so i'm um, trying to just get that going but yeah we're episode 10 um, and we're fixing to get started um, having guests on um, that's what we're working at now is trying to get that lined up and I think one of my first ones is gonna be Patrick over at uh, Creative workshop because he's only like 20 minutes from here so, <laughs> so I was like we'll just meet up and, and do the podcast
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what you guys all hurt my feelings man there's nobody out here I'm all by myself and you guys all got the all these connections Everybody, (laughs) and I'm all by myself.
0: Dude, don't you have one of your woodworking buddies lives like a block away from you?
1: No, dude. My one woodworking buddy that sold me the joiner moved to Italy.
0: Ah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. He's in Italy. That's like down the street, right? right?
2: (laughs) When I look at my phone, it's just a little, you know, just spread it over and it's right there.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we have had a request to knock out a whole bunch of questions and uh, Oklahoma Jeff says he'd be happy to do your podcast. So you got a, you got a remote guest.
2: Hey, there you go.
0: All right. So here we go. All right. Have you ever turned down a project and why?
2: Yes. And the reason why is because the lady was just not what I needed to uh, have in my. business (laughs)
0: okay now i know that there is way too many words to answer this question in a short amount of time but let's talk about how your faith plays a role in your business
2: um it's just how i do my customer service i love people like jesus
0: awesome answer dude (laughs) (laughs) so good um all right do you have contracts for your for your customers and if so do you have any specific stipulations for them like do they have to pay you and like four installments of $20 that are nice and easy and one installment in like 0.3 Bitcoins. And they got to figure out how to do it.
2: So I don't have an actual contract. Um, What we do is I give them the quote and they pay material. Um, That's their down payment. And as long as I get paid there, I feel like, you know, we should be good. Um, But we are working on getting an actual contract. I gotcha. All right. Uh, Paper Bible or Bible app?
0: Both. Both. (laughs) Nice. Um, Is it true that TJ is the most handsome host on this show?
2: That's not what it says. (laughs) No, it it doesn't. Hey, okay, I want to say this. I want to say this. You got a true fan last week with your um, response to that. Oh, well, that's cool, man like as your your response was spot on last week well thank you man i
0: I appreciate you and i'm glad that you tuned in and you liked what you heard dude that's that's cool um and also you can see uh where is it uh yep right there okay um (laughs) cornerstone woodworking wants to know where your blow molded jesus is hiding
2: see i told you he would he would ask where it's at
0: he's on to you bud
2: it's back there
0: all right, well, you might have to bring them out for a surprise appearance towards the end as we keep knocking these things out. Um, oh, this is a good one. SpongeBob or Ren and Stimpy?
2: I'd have to say Ren and Stimpy.
0: Yeah, I, I like Ren and Stimpy, except when they do those crazy extreme close-ups, which is, like, captivating. <laughs> but, like, when I was a kid, some of those scared the mess out of me, man. They, It's <laughs> a lot. I think we did um, this way before our time. All right, what is your worst woodworking job, the kind that makes you question your profession?
2: Um, anything that I have to be outside in this heat is, <laughs> is why am I doing this. <laughs> all right, Kyle, knock it out. Action movies or comedies? Oh, comedies all the way. Sweet tea or unsweet tea? Oh, sweet tea. My jaw's got to just, like, grab. Chicken or beef? Oh, beef. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> Tacos or burgers? Tacos. Tacos. But... Most, ridiculous, by the way.
1: <laughs> most <laughs> ridiculous requests from a customer? I
2: don't know. Um, Yeah, I don't... I don't have one. I usually just make it happen.
1: Where do you want to take your business and what's next?
2: Um, So one of my goals is to hit 2,500 followers on Instagram, um, get a sponsorship before the end of the year um, with somebody. um, And what's next? Um, Being able to make money when I sleep.
1: Kyle, put a little segue up in the comments.
2: What's your favorite snapback? Uh, I don't have it. So I was going to do like a Mr. Rogers where I was going to come in and change hats halfway through the show. But uh, I I would say my church hat that I've got um, with our church logo on it.
0: Very cool. Uh, dolphins or sharks, bud?
2: Um, Sharks.
0: Favorite wood to work?
2: Um, I've got some black walnut that I want to work with.
0: Oh man, this is political practically. Dogs or cats?
2: I have to say dogs because I'm allergic to cats. And it it's really horrible when I go to people's house that has cats.
0: It was the right answer. Good choice. <laughs> um, all right, here's one for you. How do you plan or manage the photos for your projects and... What kind of things do you
2: consider? Uh, So a lot of times I'll have my wife come and do pictures because I'm not that great at it Um, and I know it. So I try to get her to come and do final and then all the in-between shots, I just snap it real quick and then look at them later.
0: All right, this one's a little personal, but uh, what percentage of your job do you suppose goes to business profit?
2: Uh, my paycheck every week. Good answer. I make sure I get a paycheck. There
0: you go. Um, geez, Louise, guys, you went nuts here. Uh, (laughs) all right. So we're going to do this one and then Kyle and I will each ask you some, some wrap up questions. Okay. And then we'll, we'll probably, uh, bring it together, but we're at 1104 right now. So, uh, what are you most proud of being a small business owner and woodworker?
2: So small business owner, I used to call myself that until I had a guy on Instagram tell me in one of his lives that if you look at your business as a small business, it'll always be small. So I don't look at my business anymore as a small business. Um, But I am proud at what we've done in the short amount of time. And to be, you know, zero money at the beginning and now running a business that supports my family. I mean, I'm just proud of it. That's awesome, man. All right, Kyle, you got any closers?
1: Well, you know, Scott, I mean, it's, uh, it's been a pleasure getting to know you over the past several months, I think going up on maybe six months, eight months.
2: Something like that. Yeah.
1: Following you along and and hearing your, your story and, how uh, you, you told me you were in church that Sunday and God spoke to you and how everything's kind of transpired. So it's been an inspiration getting to know you. And I look forward to seeing all your future growth, bud.
2: Oh, thanks, man.
0: Yeah, man. I, I got to tell you it going going through your Instagram today and seeing how you balance being a daddy and being a boss and it looks like everybody in all your photos is satisfied whenever you're around, man. And that's, that's awesome. Oh, you have got your head on straight. You're running a business based on the golden rules. And, uh, I think, I think it's awesome. If you, uh, you want me or Kyle to jump on your podcast, I know both of us will be there with bells on. Um, we want to see you grow. We want to see you keep posting either images or reels or completed projects or just invoices and handwritten letters. And uh, yeah, man, it was so cool to have you on tonight. Um, I don't think because Kyle's phone was, was breaking up. We had a chance to thank uh, George Supplyco, co um, who sponsors our show tonight. Um, yeah. I mean, he, uh, he, he looks out for us. He's, he's making sure we're pointed in the right direction and yes. Okay. Jeff, um fellas might be a little loud for the podcast so i'll I'll wear my sneakers so you won't hear me coming um <laughs> but yeah I, again scott so great to have you on tonight um for having me man yeah uh i look forward to seeing big things from you and uh yeah keep us posted about that podcast button we'll oh, we'll okay. get you a, a stream of people to come on and chat you up okay
2: bud hey that sounds good
0: very cool all right, boys and girls, this has been Sawdust Talk Part 2 after our uh, thermal break. Um, I'm TJ. That's a Kyle. And that's a Scott. Um, thank you very much. Have a great night. We'll see you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.
1: See ya. Peace.